Welcome to the Soldier in College podcast where we engage in God's word in a way that transforms us. My name is Jason Stevens and I'm on staff here at Soldier in College and I'm continuing our series on doctrine and I'm tasked today with talking about God's creation. And obviously this is a tall task, but I think there's a, there's so much importance in looking at God's creation. And specifically, what I want to hone in on today is the fact that you, the person on the other side of this podcast, listening in your car or in your headphones, you, yes, you have value. And as humans, we forget that. We forget that we have value, so we devalue our own lives, our own worth, and we do things that that might even destroy us. We devalue other humans and we don't see the importance in protecting life. And I've been thinking about this as I've been looking into making some short films. And so it's something I'm trying to get into. And uh, I recently bought a a camera, which I thought was kind of expensive. But these cameras go into the many, many thousands. And and the fanciest, nicest cameras that, that you can get are cinema cameras. And, and these are the cameras that are used on the feature films, and they can cost upwards of $25,000. And the reason that this camera is so expensive is because it tries to, to imitate the human eye. It, it tries to analyze images and light to imitate or mimic the intelligent design of the human eye. And that's why it's so expensive because it does this the best. And the thing that that I realize about this camera, this $25,000 camera, is that this camera that is trying to imitate the human eye cost $25,000. So if I had one of these cameras, I'm not going to leave it in my car. Right. I, I, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to make sure uh, um, it, it was cleaned right. I'm going to get a nice ta- a nice case to protect it. Right. You make sure that no harm will come to it and to think this is only for a machine that actually tries to to do the same exact thing that God has made this one little part of your body do, which is see. And if this camera is valuable, then how much more are you? You have two eyes and you have skin that grows as you grow. (laughs) You were made with an intelligent design. You, You have worth. He created you with such skill that that in the real world, we're all just trying to recreate what he has done. Think about an artist who paints humans and and paints the scenery that God has created. And and we want computers to think like humans and humans create things that shine light on the creator. But the thing is that We are not only valuable because we've been crafted well. Yes, you are beautiful. Yes, you are efficient in your movements and and mechanisms. But more than great craftsmanship, your deepest value is because you are the Imago Dei. You were made in the image of God. Dr. Allison, um, who who is a professor at Southern Seminary and uh, and a and a pastor in, in Sojourn East? He uh, he wrote this book, Fifty Core Truths of the Christian Faith, right? And, and and it says this: When God made you in His image, 
You are most like him than any other thing. And because of that, you have been endowed with dignity and significance. Okay, so hear that. Dignity and significance because God has created you in his image. Not because of where you work or how much money you have or how many people are attracted to you. You don't have dignity and significance because of what you have accomplished and what you believe. You have dignity and significance because you were made in the image of God. But what does it mean to be made in his image? Right? This is not an easy thing to answer. Okay? But we need to look at scripture and we need to make some inferences, but state what we know to be true from the little that is said in scripture. Right? So the best place to start is Genesis 1. 26 through 28. After God had made everything, the whole world and universe and plants and animals and light, he then made humans. But this creation was different than all the others. It was the grand finale. In verse 26, he says this, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. They will rule over the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, the livestock, the whole earth, and the creatures that crawl on earth. So God made man in his own image. He created them in the image of God. He created them, man and female. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth and subdue it. Rule the fish of the sea, the birds of the sky, and every creature that crawls on the earth. Now, people look at these verses and other verses in the Bible, and, and they define the image of God in several ways. So we have the substantive view, right? So they look at the characteristics such as rationality or free will or, or moral consciousness, right? Um, and they say that that's the image of God right there. That's how people are made in the image of God. Um, we have the relational view. They they look at the ability of people to enjoy relationships, just like God said, let us make man in our image. So they're saying, hey, the ability you have to relate to other people, that is what sets us apart. That's the image of God. And some other people have a functional view. So you see how God says we are to procreate and um, we are to have dominion over the whole earth or we're supposed to rule everything. Um, some people say, hey, that right there, that activity that's the image of God. But what I want to propose to you, and and similar to Allison in that book, The 50 Core Truths, um, which is a, an awesome book, and a lot of this I'm pulling directly from him. So go and read that book, grab that book. It'll be super helpful for you. But he describes a holistic view. An image is a reflection of something and a representation of something, and that is God in this case, right? So an image is a reflection of something, right? So, so we are made to reflect God, right? His attributes, his knowledge, power, goodness, faithfulness, truthfulness, and we represent God, okay? So we, we, we build civilizations through, through procreation or, or, or our vocation, right? The things that we're doing. And so we represent God. We point back to the truth of who God is. We are his representatives. And because of this, because we are God's reflections and representatives, this says something for how we are to be treated. For example, um, you may have known that people get super bent out of shape 
when you burn the American flag. <laughs> Why is it? It's just a flag, right? It's, it's just a piece of cloth. But no, to many people, it is much, much more than that because it represents something. The flag represents a country, and when you burn the flag, you are devaluing the whole nation, and there is the utmost disrespect in stepping on this flag or burning this flag, right? This flag is the image of this country. But this is a small-scale representation. Think about how much God is greater than this country, right? But the principle still applies that since we are made in this image, we are reflections and representations that says something about how we treat one another. It says something about our dignity and significance. For example, Genesis 9, 6, uh, it says, whoever sheds human blood by humans, his blood will be shed. And get this, for God made humans in his image. Okay, he's saying, hey, if you murder someone, then you should also have your life taken because you did something that was unthinkable to someone who represents God. James 3, 9. With the tongue, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in God's likeness. What makes this curse so egregious is because we are doing it against people who have been made in God's likeness, okay? He's go he goes on to say that you, you can't do this whole blessing and cursing thing, right? Because things shouldn't be that way. And the reason this is a big deal is because people are made in the image of God. It means something, all right? It informs how we treat and value people, but it also informs how we live. We should reflect the character of God. We should build and be fruitful. And, and the problem is we, we, we want to live out this being made in the image of Godness, right? But the problem is sin. Since the beginning, sin, sin is, or since the fall, sin has made it very difficult for us to see the value that other humans have. Sin has also made it impossible to represent God perfectly and to reflect God perfectly. So Jesus comes to earth as the perfect representation and reflection of God. He, he is God. And so he says things like, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. In, in Hebrews, it says the radiance of the glory of God, and, and he is the exact imprint of his nature. And so we see that that we can't live out our our true calling as being made in the image of God. And we've fallen short because of sin. But Jesus comes and he shows us what this truly looks like. And so Christians who have been born again, we pursue becoming more and more like the image of Christ to live out how we were created to live because the way we represent and reflect God is imperfect. It doesn't mean that we don't still represent and reflect God, right? We are still made in his image. This just means that every single person, whether they disagree with you or agree with you, no matter how many things they've done wrong, whether they are innocent or guilty, every person is entitled to dignity and every person is significant. So there are some applications and some impl implications of this. All right, and I'm just gonna lay them out for you. One is this, 
we treat people with respect and we denounce all forms of racism, sexism, ageism, even if we don't agree with their lifestyles. All right. So we treat people with respect and denounce when other people are treating other people poorly who are made in the image of God. Right. We actually we defend them. We defend those who have been made in the image of God when they are being treated in ways in which they shouldn't. And this applies to, to all people. Right. This applies to the black and brown communities. Right. We treat them with respect to dignity. This applies to um, people who wear badges. This applies to the LGBTQ community. We protect them. We defend them. We denounce all forms of disrespect to the image of God. We work to make it possible for people to live out the most basic calls of human life. Right. So so we work to make it possible for people to marry, to have children to work and provide for themselves, okay? So that that is our call. We we want people to be able to walk out the calling in which God ha has given them at creation. So at right at creation, people can marry, they can work, they can provide for themselves, they can have children. And so we wanna make sure that people can continue to do that. So if anything comes in the way of preventing people from thriving in that way, uh, we, we come against that. Number three, we protect and value human life in general, we, we, we understand that, that, that human life has, has a value that we can't put a number on. This camera is worth $25,000. How much more so is your life? How much is your life worth? We can't even put a number on it because you were made in the image of God because you reflect a creator whose value is infinite. So we value human life from the womb to the tomb. Lastly, we live in a way that reflects and represents God in the world. And so we know as Christians that though all of us are made in the image of God, because of sin, we don't walk that out perfectly. So as Christians, we try to walk that out as best as we can, becoming more and more like Christ through his spirit to point back to the true God who is in heaven. And as a representation of God on earth, we don't want to align ourselves with anyone or anything that devalues human life. We want to align ourselves with the God of the universe. So let's evaluate our lives today. Maybe some of you are at home and, uh, and, and maybe you've been thinking um, of yourself in super negative ways. Maybe your self-talk, the way you talk to yourself is horrible. And it doesn't reflect the fact that you are made in the image of God. Maybe you looked at your life to today and you thought that your life wasn't worth living. I want to say that God made you with a purpose. God made his creation and he said it was good. And when sin distorts the way we see ourselves or we see other people, he sent Jesus in the world as a way for our minds to be renewed and reshaped. I want us to dive into the word of God this week. There's so many good things in the book of Proverbs I've been learning lately um, that, that is just helping me see how can I truly live in a way that reflects and represents God. And so I, I want us to do that um, and, and, and let's pray. 
Let's pray for the people who have been devalued in this country and in the world. Do that for me. You've been listening to a podcast from Sojourn College, um, and, and we are going through this doctrine um, of creation, in this case, the doctrine of the image of God. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and, uh, and tune in next week for another episode. Take care, guys.